Stay the way, stay the way, no matter what life brings, you've got to stay the way. Good glorious day to you, beginning this May 27th. You see, each day of the month, we match up with a day in Proverbs, and that way we have a battle plan for each and every day. So if you would, you can certainly join me by going in your Bible to Proverbs chapter 27. And the reason for that is it's the 27th. We match up the day of the month with the chapter in Proverbs, looking for that battle plan. And there's a lot in chapter 27. It's one of my top five favorites. And so I'm going to pray, which is simply talking to God, the creator of the universe, which you can partake in. You can eavesdrop or you can pray along with me. Or if you don't know what's going on, please just hold for a moment. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for the truth that it brings, the, the clarity that it provides in my life and in the lives of others, Lord, for your namesake, your glory, Jesus, we pray. Please speak to us now through these verses, which are simple sentences of wisdom application given for today. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, today being the 27th, is actually only 27 verses. And truthfully, if you read through this, just reading without really considering, thinking, applying, uh, it would only take you three, four minutes. I'm going to read and apply, which means I want to put hands and feet on some of these things that it might glorify my Savior, Jesus Christ, and that it might bless my Lord with my willingness to be faithful and obedient. Now, you might want that too. If you don't, I'd still say, hang around. There's a lot of cool wisdom that's coming. Let's begin. Verse 1 of chapter 27, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. You do not know what will happen tomorrow. I got the alert this morning that a new hurricane has formed. A new hurricane. Hurricane Bertha. So you know it's the second one for the season. And uh, I don't, I live in the middle of mid- Midwest. Last night, we had a tornado warning. We, I don't know what the day will bring forth. But I do know the God who created it all. I know the God who can quench all of those storms. And I know the God who's redeemed my soul. So I don't worry too much about those things that I can't control. I just give it to God. Verse 2, Let a man, another man praise thee, and not thine own mouth, a stranger, and not thine own lips. It's just don't, don't brag about what you're doing. Remember that don't boast of thyself of tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen. Your, your very life could be required of you tonight. And you stand before the God, the creator of heaven and earth, and nothing you've done matters. Only what he's done matters. And that's a big, humble pie to eat if you don't like God. I do, so it's an easy pie to eat. Verse 3, stone is heavy and the sand weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than them both. Wrath is cruel and anger and outrageous, but who is able to stand before envy? Open rebuke is better than secret love. It's better just to tell somebody the truth than to, like, walk around it. 
misbehaving is not acceptable. It's better to tell him the truth. Faithful are the wounds of a friend, but the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. If you want to be a faithful friend or you want to learn about my faithful pastor, I would encourage you to join us live at ccstpaul.org backslash radio. I'll put a link in the description. I always invite you to join me for church. Seeing somebody faithful and willing to provide those open rebukes is an encouraging thing. And it's a thing that we need to do for each other, be examples of, in love. Not because you hate somebody, but because you love them. What can we do to love them? The full soul loatheth the honeycomb, but to the hungry soul every bitter thing is sweet. As a bird that wandereth from her nest, so is a man that wandereth from his place. Ointment and perfume rejoice the heart, so doth the sweetness of a man's friend by the hearty counsel. Thine own friend and thy father's friends forsake not, neither go into thy brother's house in the day of calamity. Why is that? Well, for better is a neighbor that is near than a brother afar off. It's better to be able to run to your neighbor's house and say, hey, I need help. Need help today. Because your brother might be hundreds and hundreds of miles away. Or his sister. Whatever, however you want to look at that. Verse 11. My son, be wise and make my heart glad that I may answer him that reproacheth me. If we follow the instruction and direction of the Lord, it's our safety net. Now it also makes the heart of the Lord delighted in us for our obedience. A prudent man forsaith evil and hideth himself. That's a good thing. But the simple pass on and are punished. I know I've been simple in my thinking. I've ignored the warnings. Um, some would say your inner innate ability, which is a lie. God is the only one who gives you conscious direction and meaning and purpose in your life. That's it. He is it. And sometimes... You don't even have to know him, and he still gives you that loving direction. Sometimes you do know him, and you ignore that loving direction. A classic example are those times when I'm running a screw into a wooden plank, and I'm using a power tool to do it. And there's a little moment in there. There's a little moment where I think, man, I should... I should be careful. I should move my hand. If this slips, it's going to go into my hand. And then I don't. This is by experience. And the power tool rams the screw through my hand, into my hand. Usually it's in the thumb, the, the web area of the thumb. And it's painful and it takes months to heal. That is not fun. That's when we are foolish and pass on and we're punished. That's just one example. But a prudent man receives that that bad thing could happen and he does something about it and pass on. Verse 13, take the garment that is surety for a stranger and take a pledge of him for a strange woman. He that blesseth his friend with a loud voice rising early in the morning, it shall be counted a curse to him, a continual dripping and a very rainy day there a contentious woman there like a contentious woman. 
Whoso hideth her hideth the wind, can you do such a thing? And the ointment in his right hand, which berayeth itself. You, you can't hide ointment in your hand. It'll fall out. Right? Ointment, like oily, healing oil. Verse 17, iron sharpeneth iron, so a man sharpeneth the countenance of his friend. It's important that we sharpen each other. And sometimes that's a painful process. Sometimes that's a sparky. That's okay. It's better to be sharp than go with no plan. So, figure. on his master shall be honored. That promise by God to you. If you wait on your master, on the Lord Jesus Christ, you shall be honored. And again, yesterday we talked about, if you missed it, you should go back and listen. The marriage supper of the Lamb, if you wait on your master, on Jesus, you will be invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. You'll be honored there as water, face answereth to face, so the heart of a man to a man, you can receive water, and so the heart is visible to a man, but God is the only one who judges the heart. You need to remember that. Sometimes men will say, oh, your heart's wrong. Uh, it may not be. You may have a right heart before the Lord, and they just can't tell. I mean, sometimes that watery reflection isn't crystal clear. Sometimes there's things that distract us from it, and we need to trust the Lord in all situations. Verse 20, hell and destruction are never full, so are the eyes of a man. They're never satisfied. We always want more. We always are lusting after more things, and I have to put that down every day, every day. As the finding pot for silver and the furnace for gold, so is a man to his praise, and though Thou should bray a fool in a mortar among wheat with pestle, yet not his foolishness will depart from him. You can't beat foolishness out of someone. You can't grind it out. It's always there. The only one who can remove foolishness from our lives is the Lord, is the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then your willingness to be obedient and say, you know what, I don't want to do that anymore. Verse 23, be thou diligent to know the state of thy flocks. This is really thinking in terms of the shepherd, right? My pastor. He should know the state of his flocks. And we as sheep should be able to communicate with him and say, hey, the flock's doing well or this is not going well. It says, know the state of the flocks and look to the well of their herds. For riches are not forever and doth the crown endure every generation? Well, of course not. It doesn't. It, paid, it fades away. The hayeth appeareth, and the tender grass showeth itself, and the herbs of the mountains are gathered. The lambs are for thy clothing, and the goats are for the price of the field. And though thou shalt have goat's milk enough for thy food, and food for thy household, and for the maintenance of thy maidens. Now, I've never realized this today ever before. I've read this for a long time. I've never noticed this. It's been in my mind for a long, long time. The Bible says that Israel was the the land of milk and honey. And you may be a Bible expert and you may have done your research. And 
I've always wondered if God designed us to have milk, and we do, and I'm not talking about American milk, which is full of antibiotics, steroids, and hormones, and glyphosates that make you sick and cause you to have cancer. I'm not talking about American milk. In fact, if you ever want to look into it, the, the entire European Union has banned American milk because there are so many chemicals in it, they know that it causes illness, sickness, disease. But that's not the point here. The point is, those last verse, 27, and thou shalt have goat's milk enough for thy food. Very interesting that our instruction is goat's milk is used for our food. For the food of thy household and for the maintenance of thy maidens. Maintenance, meaning like nourishment. Right? That's, that's the, from, from, from the Hebrew we'd say, hey, ha. I'm probably doing it wrong. But it means to be alive, raw, fresh. That's very interesting. Because goat's milk is scientifically known to be the least reactive, the least problematic of all the animal milks. And here we find in Proverbs that it's important for us to use for thy maintenance, thy health, thy aliveness. Hebrew doesn't translate to English quite perfectly, but you get the idea. Verse 27, that's probably my active verse today. I'm going to share that with some people. Hey, God bless you. Thank you for joining me. I appreciate your time. I know God loves this time with us. Lord, I pray for the binding up of the enemy, that you would cast off all of his works and effects today, that you'd protect us to flee from evil and cling to righteousness. For your name's sake, Jesus, we pray. And that all of God's people said, amen. Hey, God bless you. Please join me for Upmost for His Highest later today. You've got to stay the way.